December. You know what the fuck it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. Dude, how was your how was your Christmas, man? Christmas is good. I, I had it was a good one. You uh, did all your shopping. I got all the shopping done. I got everybody everything I need to take care. Of. I got Tara. I got uh, Max. I got True. I got my mom. Some shit. My brother and sister. Oh, that's awesome. You know, you get you get everybody taken care of. Yeah, man. I I got my kids, Jordan, Jada, uh, Jazz. Uh, of course, I got my broads, uh, my mom, my brother Ish, my brother Ivan. But I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I know. I felt the same way. Who are we forgetting? Our, our producer. Oh, oh Steve. Steve. Steve, I hope you like that. Uh, Merry Christmas, sir. That's what you're getting. Yeah. Merry Christmas! That's his Christmas. And then he throws gasoline all over the tree and lights it on fire. And as the house is burning down, it's just him in the foreground. Christmas! You better be careful. He might actually do that now. He might set the house ablaze. That's the name of the song. Set the house ablaze. You know what I mean? Fuck milk and cookies. Set the house ablaze. <laughs> he burns the chimney with Santa in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pancho Z. <laughs> uh, Didn't Pancho Z have a song? Or did you take did a song he, away? Did he? No, he did. Ola Panchito. Yeah, but I think I read this email before this popped up. Looked like an old joint. So sorry, Pancho. Coal in your stocking. <laughs> but we're thinking of you this Christmas. But we were thinking of you, dog. Uh, Richard Neal. Uh, hey, Aries and Andy. Kiora uh, from Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, my God. Oh, nice. Steve, cue it up. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, huge fan of the show. Funniest po podcast out there with great views on everything us 50-year-olds contemplate daily. <sighs> oh, shit. God, oh, boy. When Santa came down my chimney, he wasn't able to leave because he ate the milk and cookies, and then I ate him. He said, what are you doing, Louie? I said, I'm quoting my guy, Chaz Palminteri, from A Bronx Tale. Now you can't leave. All right. I, 
Um, no, go ahead. Let me see. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Uh, from missing the 90s boom bap era of rap, which TV show was the best? The Shield for me. How to wash one's ads properly. How we can spin 80s, 90s movie titles into porn names. Just a truly great way to spend 60 minutes having a laugh. Maybe one die, one, one die, because he, have, maybe one day you guys would do an Australia. No, that's not Australia. That's, Austrian? What is that? I don't see it. A U S T R A L A Lasian tour. Australia. Australian tour. Is that a place? That's a combination of two places, Austria and Asia. Okay. Is he? This is not a real word, right? Austra. I never heard this word before. No. Oh, and this side of the world, oh, I think he's mixing Australia and somewhere in Asia. Don't do that, dog. You're giving me a headache, Richard. Side of the world could see real comedy in action. Aries off the cuff ad lib work is incredible. A couple of my recent faves are the Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X horn voice. By any means necessary, he will make you come. Genius. I don't even remember doing that. You did. I did? Mm-hmm. Wow. Would Aries ever do a full show in Paul Mooney voice? I'd love to do a, a Paul Mooney movie and be Paul Mooney. Um, to do a whole show would just feel weird. Uh, last note on TV show The Shield. It's an incredible fast-paced show. It is that good. The seasonal guest appearances slay it. Forrest Whitaker and Glenn Close. Love the show, Rich. I'm telling you, they're going to force me to watch The Shield. Yeah. And if it ain't good, I'm coming after all you motherfuckers. I just, when he said guys in their 50s, and then you think about being in your 50s, and where I'm at, you're not there. But I'm I'm around the corner. Yeah, around the corner. But when you take those surveys, there's a, it's like 54 to almost 70. So there's only two more like categories after after this one. Mm -hmm. And then you're just dead. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you know you it was always young young right, young young right. and then all of a sudden it's i'm at the end of the page of where what i'm checking on surveys there's mm. only two more after this one mm. the next one and then death Upper mm. to our girl that wrote in i can't remember your name now sweetheart but you 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 came up with probably the best porn titles ever take a stab at an o steve because i really liked your writing skills and if you can put together a great O Steve, I'm going to pair you with Frank Williams. And I'm going to be like a slave master. I want my two biggest bucks to get together and make a baby. Uh, you might find the writers for the next uh, movie you're going to do. I'm telling you, man. Uh, incidentally, uh, the first draft is ready. Yeah. For the slave movie. It's been written. How do you like it? I haven't, I haven't read it yet. Oh. I'm, it's, I'm literally going to get home and uh, I had my manager's assistant make three copies. I'm going to take, I'm going to take a copy and then I'm going to give a copy to Alex Thomas and Chris Spencer for punch up. Uh, division, man, this is the step one to the, to the white yacht party, baby. You know what I mean? Take your vision. Uh, Ulysse Buckhalter, top five rapper slash actors. Good whatever time of day it is, fellas. Let's make this short. A list everyone can agree on. Top five rappers turn actors. He has, I believe, top tier, mid-tier, bottom tier. Let's start with his top tier. This is his top five, top tier 
rappers turned actors. And the number one spot, which I would agree, Will Smith. Number two, Common. Mm-hmm. He's been in good movies. Being in good movies and being good in a movie is two different things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Latifah. I agree. Yeah. Most Def. I'd have put him at number two. Uh, LL. Not top tier, dog. To me, he's mid-tier. Kid and Play. You're basing this off of one movie franchise. Uh, but okay. It's a good movie. Yeah. Ice-T. You know, he has a long-running part. Yes. And he's in a, in a universe that's yes. going to be go on forever and ever. But uh, but it, it, Colors was good. He was good in Colors. Yeah, but again, how hard is it for a street nigga to play a street nigga? Uh, Ice Cube. Oh, you know how I feel about that. Snoop, Cameron. Yeah, that all feels right. Bottom tier, Nori, Beans, Juvenile, Masterpiece, Silk and Shocker. And Drake was actor turned rapper. If I missed anyone, uh, that, that they wasn't good anyway. Is DMX not? DMX didn't get in No, there? he didn't put DMX in there. But again, I had this conversation with Vlad. It's a street nigga playing a street nigga. That's not range. It's not depth. It's not complexity. That's familiarity. Familiarity. I don't know. Um, that list isn't bad, though, the way he broke it down. Yeah, and all them uh, Masterpiece, Soak the Shocker, them ghetto movies, them, 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 them was the bottom of the, bottom of the bin ghetto movies. I didn't see none of that shit. I will not waste my eyesight I, I know you're upon not a big, such debauchery. I know you're not a big Cube fan as far as the acting goes, but he's been in good, solid movies that make money. That's the goal of the movies. I can't stand him as an actor, dude. I really can't. Even in barbershop. Even in barbershop. He's he's ice cube, man. He's ice cube. But you don't know those dudes that are like that? Yeah, I know plenty of them, but okay. he's ice cube. Um Xavier Henderson should have struck while the iron was hot. What's up, Aries and Andy? It's been a while, but I have a question for you both. What are some things like collaborations that you wish happened? or happened too late. For example, I feel despite their egos, the Expendables should have happened in the 90s. I agree. Yeah. Then it would have been, it wouldn't have been what it is now. Yeah. Even though I don't, I'm not mad at what it is now. And I got to say, I, 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 I downloaded and watched Expendables 4. Have you seen it? No. They threw me for a loop. Spoiler alert. Stallone gets killed early. No. Really? That's what I said. But then he's, he's, it's tricky. Then he comes back. He comes back. Yeah. But uh, that makes sense. Th- th- most of the movie is without him, except the very beginning and the very end. Um, and dude, let me, come on, man. Come on, man. Barkley, come on, man. Megan Fox, how dare they? They tried to turn her into an actor. Get the fuck out of here. She's not even a solid actress and you tried to turn this broad into a kick-ass action star get the fuck out of here dude that scene with her and jason statham the 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 physical fight that leads to sex the fuck out of here yo um isn't that a fight you would like to have though yes (laughs) 
Yes. That's the point of it. That's, it gets you to that yeah, point. Yeah, but this is too stylized. I'm, I'm talking about hood fight sex. Like, you know, sugar gets thrown. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And shit gets broken. Uh, 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 for example, I, right. Uh, I also feel like MJ and Prince should have remixed The Girl Is Mine instead of Mike's initial idea of having Prince on Bad. But he didn't really have Prince on Bad. Prince, what, what did Prince do on Bad? He was one of the, I thought he was just one of the dancers, wasn't he? Uh, the, no, he was in the other uh, gang. No, no. As a matter of fact, the story goes, Chris Rock interviewed Prince. And Michael Jackson wanted Prince in the video. Wait, bad. Yeah. He wanted Prince to be the rival gang member. Right. And Prince refused. He was like, dude, I'm fucking Prince. Fuck, I look like almost performing under you. Right. But I would have loved to have seen a Prince-Michael Jackson collab musically. That would have been incredible. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. My, see, the thing is, what, and, and this is where ego gets in this, though, and I don't know. Why wouldn't you want Prince, like a duet, but Prince just playing guitar on a Michael? On a Michael? I don't think he them both sing, man. No, no I'm saying yes, right. to sing, but I, I want the I want the Prince guitar solo on the song. Right. I mean, Michael doesn't play instruments. He is an instrument. Okay. Uh, so having Prince play guitar would just... yeah, that would have been pretty badass though. Would you say to Prince, though, in the world of guitars, and I don't know this because I'm not a guitar dude and I'm not certainly into hard rock or any kind of rock. Would you say that Prince is up there with? Yes. Automatically. Dude, there's, Slash. Dude, there's, uh, there's this guitar thing where it's Prince, it's uh, Tom Petty, it's, uh, I don't even know all the people. It was a tribute. And Prince stole the show, man. Prince steals the show. Uh, you think he can outplay Slash? Yeah, I think he can outplay Slash. Wow. I think Prince, because of his talent, his his writing, uh, his his who he was, just the guy, the character himself, right. his his guitar playing gets overlooked. He is a badass motherfucking guitarist. Mm. So uh, in this video, I'm gonna I'll, I'll show it to you after the podcast. But if you guys look it up, there's some tribute where uh, Prince is in a. a whole thing of all these good guys that are considered to be great guitar players and he just he steals the complete show mm. also Aries what if there was a battle of the seasons like real world and road rules between Mad TV and SNL in the late 90s early 2000s that would have been dope and would have made SNL step its comedy game up well I'm about to get back to it exactly yeah, uh, the last one is you mean in terms of a competition or like working together? Did you guys ever mingle at that time with no. the, the cast? Never talked to other cast no. members? There was no, because you mean was, like SNL? Yeah. Well, there was no real, I mean, there, there might have been some personal relationships maybe, but you know, they're in New York, we're LA, yeah. so that we would have never had a chance, chance to, to really, yeah. But, no movies. They they never caught like any of the movies, the SNL movies. There were plenty of them were made. They never right. they never pulled nah, for any of you guys. Nah, nope. Like you know, in the Ted movie, Talking Bear, uh, because the creator, what's his name, Seth Myers. Yeah, is it yeah. Myers? Yeah. No, not is it Myers? Seth. 
It's not Martin. Well, it ain't Rogan. You know, no, it's uh, Seth Green. Uh, I, I, we know who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 but but the creator, uh, McFarland. Yeah, yeah. Seth McFarland. There's a Seth Rogan. There is a Seth Myers. Yeah. And Seth Green is a nigga from Detroit. <laughs> Jewish nigga from Detroit. But yeah, um, Seth, Seth McFarland. You know, he does Family Guy. Yeah. And, and Alex was uh, the mother uh, uh, on Family Guy. So he put her in the uh, in the little cameos in the in the Ted movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's just, it's, you know, that's that's what must have been missing from Mad. Who's the dude from uh, SNL who kind of really ran SNL forever, except for a few years that he left? Uh, the, produ- uh, the producer from Canada. Lauren Michaels? Yeah, Lauren Michaels. He still runs it, doesn't yeah, yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what Mad TV didn't have? They didn't have like a Lauren Michaels behind it who kind of controlled and pulled strings? Is that what's missing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had David Salzman, but. But David Salzman wasn't great at what he did, but wasn't a guy that's going to get other movies made for the guys that are on the show. Well, then was he great at what he did? With just the Mad TV part, not taking it past that that's what i'm yeah. saying he yeah. he didn't take it past that level yeah god oh god it's such a what have, what what should have been uh okay um because lauren michaels got all kinds of crazy movies made. yeah yeah uh and, and listen let's be honest a lot of those snl movie character movies weren't great no a lot of them were bad but they, they were flops were, they were, but it was a vehicle to make a but movie my thing is they got made made sometimes i just want to go listen so somebody there was somebody did a, a thing on instagram where they talked about remember in the 90s there was one point when rob schneider just made all these string of movies that were semi-horrible movies but they got made and a lot of them failed but they got made mm-hmm. and sometimes i just go I don't care if I fail. I mean, I do. I don't want to fail. But at least let me fail and say I did it. But there are things, such things as good, bad movies. Yeah. You don't have to be like the biggest box office hit. The people turned out for those movies because of the character, and they still watch the movie. They right. made a little bit of money. Right. They were made inexpensively. These movies aren't movies that they're having, you know, multi-million dollar budgets either. You know, Joe Rogan uh, said something on his podcast. He goes... The 90s, early 2000 era of movies, comedies that were made like a super bad by Judd Apatow. Uh, and then I, I just read today uh, the guy that played Stifler, Stickler or whatever. From Stifler's a, Stifler mom. Yes. from American Pie. Scott, Sean Scott or whatever said in a quote, we couldn't make that movie today. And I'm thinking to myself, how sad and tragic that these movies, comedy movies, they aren't being made today. Mm, they can't be. That's crazy. But it, it's, you can't do that kind of comedy anymore. I buy humbug. That's why I'm telling you, dude, maybe this is my naive, childlike, stupid belief, but that's why I'm on a mission from God <laughs> to get this fucking movie done because they're saying you cannot. Okay. And I think that if, that when they're telling you you can't, there's a lane that if you fill it, the rest is history. And, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but like, how many people said Blazing Saddles couldn't be made today? Right. Couldn't be made today. 
one of the best it's it's not even i don't even it's just such an ironical movie i mean the the way that they did it at the end and they're the fighting on the good i mean it was just such a silly movie that there's no way that's going on in the movie you take seriously but they wouldn't make that today these kids today do not know what they're denying themselves up from they are depriving themselves from but they feel that they're culturally they're better people oh god you're supposed to not be as good a person to enjoy yourself. Well, if you have to hide from the fact that what's oh. out there is there, I don't think that you're being honest with yourself. But th- that's besides the point. I, I, do, I think it's going to be, it's very difficult to get these kind of things done. And that doesn't mean it's impossible. But it just, I'm convinced. That if you wear Crocs for more than a certain number of hours, it does something to you. What's the longest you've ever worn a pair of Crocs? Never. Never. I think if you, two hours, and it switches everything in you. Crocs are, are like demon shoes. <laughs> I know that a, a lot of people wear them in the restaurant industry. You can wear them in that industry. But that's different because it's something about the heat in the kitchen and the grease. Well, but when you're wearing mix, socks too. Yeah, and when you mix it into the rubber, it takes away the poison. <laughs> you know, there's a whole business where they put those little charms in the holes. You know that whole business, right? No. There's charms, Crocs charms. They, they, they put these little things in there. And that's charms? Charms for your personality. Let's see. Here, pull. That's the gayest shit I've ever heard. And that's why I'm saying boys should not have their heels out. And now you're telling me there's charms. Yeah, both boys and girls wear this them. scream sweet feet. Crocs charms. Uh, Crocs charms for boys, right there. Oh, dude, no! And then there's all these like characters. Look, there's there's Michael Jordan. There's yeah, Kobe see, Bryant. Yeah, no. Nah. And the, those they go into the holes. No. Nah. Oh God. There's movies. They have movies that they do. Yeah, you're not supposed to as a man play with your feet. <laughs> look, baseball. Look, very nah, sports. Son, very, naked, nah, very yo. sporty. Naked heels and charms on your feet. You can spell your name on your shoes. Nah, you see, this is why this generation is 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 mad sweet, B. We can't make these movies because shit like this. And and I was going to say something because, see, like they have these nice little kid ones. If it's a little kid and he's wearing some Crocs and they have like little dinosaurs, you see the little dinosaurs. Oh, come on, But when we're talking sports figures, that isn't for just little kids anymore. This is for younger kids. Yeah, man, this is. Man, this this generation is as soft (laughs) as wet cotton candy, B. It's just crazy. Let Let me do this though real quick. Uh, back to the Jordan ones. Just so the people online can see that I'm not bullshitting. Right this way. Yeah. Come on, man. Charm. Yeah, you put them in the Crocs oh. and the holes. You decorate your shoes. Damn. Decorative feet. Do you remember when you used to draw? You never drew on any of your shoes? Nah, yeah. yo. I drew on my shoes. Nah, man. Nah, nah. Yeah, you used to My draw. shoes got two things on them. Shit and blood. <laughs> Nah, yo. <laughs> but yeah, you used to draw on your shoes. Now they make charms for your Crocs. Charms for your feet with your heels out. This British generation is like this, man. But some people are going to say to you, well, you, Aries, you, you get pedicures. That's different, yo. You got to keep your feet looking beautiful. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with. Dude, let's not listen. 
I'm not going out like I'm from Detroit. I'm not having my toenails look like meat cutters. <laughs> I'm not having the dirt up under my toenails, man. You don't want a velociraptor, a bitch? <laughs> I didn't even velociraptor. say that. Nah, man. Just get her with the toes. Come on, man. Keep it. Look, you keep it sexy, but I keep it covered. I just, I think it's funny that that is, that's part of it. The charms. Charms. I've heard everything now. You didn't know about this, huh? No. Dude, you should got your dude. He's wearing Crocs. Get him some charms. Snub, <laughs> Merry he, Christmas, man. Man, shit. I'm <laughs> about to get this nigga laid. Uh, Mark Johnson. Once again, it's Andy. Uh, did I, uh, episode 85, 87, when you guys were talking about Farrakhan defending Nigeria. Did I read this? Andy, as always, comes with the whitewash of truth. Black folks do not have blood on their hands in terms of atomic bombs being dropped on Japan or any other atrocities the American government or, or people have done. Andy going back and forth talking about, on one hand, it's the people, and then on the other, it's government forgetting the fact that government is made up of people. Harry, stop getting frustrated because he uses that to stop you from asking or stating the right or the right thing or question uh, the right thing or question to kill off his rhetoric. He does exactly what white people do. He deflects and redirects the conversation to fit his narrative. Black men fought in World War II and came home to still be called nigga, to still be lynched and still be treated as lesser citizens. And he seems to believe that white people don't get it when it comes to racism or they don't understand it. The truth is they get it. Uh, they understand it. And that's why when Dr. Jane Elliott was giving a lecture, I told the white people in the audience to stand up if they wanted to be treated like black people in America, to stand up, and none of them stood up. That lets you know that they get it. They just act like they don't. And I know this is an old topic, but I'm trying to get caught up on the pod. I'm, sincere, I'm, sincere, I'm sincerely hoping again that Andy only does this to make the pod a little edgy. Also, I have a movie for you guys to review. <laughs> What, why are you laughing? It just sounded funny how he was very serious. And he goes, and also. Oh, all right. All Day and Night on Netflix. Uh, the young dude from Equalizer 2 and Leon from Snowfall are the main characters in an awesome movie. It's set in Oakland, so get ready for the grit and grind. Thanks for reading my email and keep up the good work, gents. No $10, a lot of money. Niggers. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> uh. I'm wanting to address what he said, though, at the beginning. This is what people didn't understand. I think people understand me a little bit better now, but this is the bottom line. What I said, you said you have no blood on your hands. And I said, you live in America and you reap the rewards that America brings you, whether you were, no matter what you were called when you get back. Mm -hmm. And people in other countries that suffer under some American rules or decisions that are made don't give a shit what you were called when you got back home. To you, to them, you're still seen as an American whether or not you are black American or not, you're still seen as an American. When you walk to another country, you're an American. Your passport says America on it. You carry the same thing. Did you get to make the decisions? Were you treated equally? No. But this is not the conversation. We can make that the conversation. You say, I deflect. I'm not deflecting. I'm being reasonable in what I'm saying. You are viewed as an American as I am viewed as an America. When we go to those places, different places, they don't give a shit about it one way or the other. Are whatever they have problems with America, they see it is in all of us. Now, you could go to a place that sees, uh, uh, you might go somewhere that says, well, uh, they could, knowing that 
what uh, black Americans have suffered in this country. There's no denying that. Uh, uh, so maybe it is thought of as a little different, but you're still an American that has, that has carries the weight of America and you benefit from that around the world, no matter what decision America makes. So yes, if you reap some of the rewards, you, you, ha you have it. Aries disagrees with me on this. I know he does. We, we've had this conversation before. But if you benefit from the country that you live in, then the things that the country does, you have benefited from. I don't understand how that doesn't make any sense. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I didn't say that you got all the same benefits. I didn't say that your ancestors got the same benefits. I didn't say that the people who came back from World War II got the same benefits. I'm just saying if you're living here now and you have accepted what America, you are part of what America has done and you benefit from it today, if you're making money, if you're living a good life, you, you're part of it. Why, why? There's no other way to look at it. I, that's just my own personal opinion. So is that to be edgy? No, that's my opinion. I have to accept it. I wasn't here. My family wasn't here at that time. So I don't know. I, and I benefit from it. I take the responsibility of it. So, and then the other thing that he said too about uh, we all know. I I know that when I when I I don't understand what you mean by I I I under I put the 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 history of racism on white people in America. Yes, I know that they know. What I'm trying to say is, do they notice when it's happening? Like I said, if you're not, if you don't see yourself as racist, and you're trying to go through your day and you're not paying attention, you're trying to get your bills paid, your kids through school, your things, and you're not one that's out and out doing it, do you not realize that you still, that they should realize, but they don't, a lot of times they don't, that they are carrying, that they are carrying that weight of that. And then that's when someone like uh, Jane, Jane, it is Jane, Jane Elliott. Elliott says, um, do you want to be treated like that? They're well aware of how everybody's treated. They just don't feel that they should accept that responsibility because they're not the ones doing it. Now, doesn't that sound similar to the first thing we just talked about? <clears throat> there it is. And the defense rests, Your Honor. Uh, Nicholas can't. Fuck them crab-ass nickels. Uh, what's good, a and It's your boy Nick from my chammy. Uh, it's been a minute since I wrote in, but you know, life gets in the way sometimes. I had to chime in on that crab nigga hating on you and Andy. He clearly is not a long-time listener. I may not always agree with your thoughts on certain topics, but that's the beauty of having a different having different opinions. I personally feel y'all need to stop giving these fools airtime. Brandon Quaksaka, Brit bitch, and the and the like add nothing, and the like add nothing, and they are getting what they want when you read their poo-poo emails. <laughs> and he went with poo-poo. I love the word poo-poo, though. It's a funny word, man. Don't breathe life, life into those email gangsters. Only uh, exception would be if you have me on the pod with them so I can verbally dip them idiots in hot oil. Deep-fried crabs are tasty. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, too, will add to the shield, to the common thread of shows you need to watch. Chickless is legit bad mofo on that show but most definitely not on Tony Soprano level. Fuck it, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, contemporary, Aries age-wise, and I'm also from the, uh, from the New York. I'm also from, I'm also from the New York. Uh, could have just said I'm also from New York, but I love how you gave it extra I like prestige. the New York. I'm from the New York. I mean, I'm from the New York. 
Yeah, because it it's it deserves it's like, its own shit. Yeah. Yeah, I like York. that. I think there's a bias in our souls uh for mob movies and that Guido Italian stereotype, mainly because we probably have met one or two heads that are in that ilk. Uh one of my all-time favorite jokes you ever did was the half a fag joke. Oh, goodness. To this day, I cry a little from laughing when I watch that shit. Uh, stay strong and be resolute uh, in your own knowledge of your pro-blackness and send these crab niggas to the chopping block. you nickel nick. Appreciate that, Nick. From the both of us. For the both of you. Uh, yeah, appreciate that, Nick. We got to stick together, baby. You know, I was just thinking about this because uh, you did the James <clears throat> Gandolfini yeah. and he said uh, the, the thing about uh, Sopranos. Yeah. Do you think, honestly... I know that you you get mad sometimes when you because you, you have a great impression and yes. and the Sopranos are relevant to you. Yes. Do you think because of James Gandolfini's passing though that made it less relevant because he isn't on TV where it gets brought up uh, more? That could have something to do with it. I, I think I was just thinking about that. I because, thought about that too before. Because yeah, because the loss of him yeah has allowed it to dissipate into the the ethos a little bit more yeah. because he's not on TV or in movies. I just thought it had such a cultural impact in pop culture that it would be something that would be It's like this new generation forever. has moved away from anything that we were looking at as our cultural as, as impact in right. It really has. It feels like it. God. Um but I saw I was watching the Metzkin which I didn't say right again. But uh, I was watching that with the Brad Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Julia uh, Roberts, and James Gandolfini's in it. Yeah. And this character is completely different. I'm telling you, man. Well, I've said it before. It's mind blowing. Like I, the, the, what you called was on a couple of weeks ago. I forget where we were at, but I'm in the hotel. Pelham, one, two, three. Oh, yeah. He's in that. His fucking persona that isn't Tony is so far removed from Tony. It's it's weird. And then my favorite movie, the the uh, one of my favorite movies, the uh, of course, get shorty, get shorty. That's a different character that is so like a likable, big, yeah, just a different kind of dude. He's a great. I, I, yeah. It's unfortunate, but he's never going to get recognized because Sopranos overshadowed everything else. I wish I I, I really wanted to meet him in person, but I, I was also he was one of the dudes I was scared to meet because you might not like him. Not that you might not like him. He he he. It, it was weird. Whenever I would see footage of him interacting with the public, he was he was a nice guy, but you knew, you got the sense. Don't overstep. He'll let you know. There's some actors, and I think he's one of them. That their acting is such a craft that they there. There's this distance that they have because <clears throat> it, it takes so much out of them. I guess I don't know how yeah. to explain it in uh, in a way that. That they understand who they are, but right. you're loving me for this other thing that I'm not, and they, right. they they keep that distance so that that doesn't get broken. That wall never goes down. Dude, I'm telling you, it is such because we live in our own skin and we walk in our own shoes. We can't possibly see something the way other people see it, even when it's us. Like like again, I'm telling you, it's weird. Like last night. When I walk, when we went to the comedy club and we first go in through the kitchen, we go through the green room. When I came out of the green room to go see the crowd and I walked through the crowd, I mean, Andy, I'm telling you, I felt every head turn. And now, granted, we're in Fort Wayne. If we were in New York, 
if we were in L.A., if we were in Chicago, but mainly New York and L.A., will some heads turn? Yeah. You're seeing an uncaged lion walk down the street. That's what I recognize from TV. But still, it's New York. It's busy. Who gives a fuck? That's me. It's L.A. It's movie stars. They're a dime a dozen. In Fort Wayne, Indiana, I'm like a leprechaun, nigga. And everybody's, I heard a couple, there he is. I don't see me that way. But I know if I saw James Gandolfini at the height of The Sopranos, I would imagine your jaws on the floor. Because if you watch that show and you know how impactful that show was to pop culture and how incredible he was and what a force he was, you're like, yo, you don't even go James Gandolfini. You go, that's Tony. That's Tony, yo. And don't you be Italian. Don't let this nigga show up in an Italian neighborhood, which in Jersey, they would often do where they shot on location. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. That had to be like, yo! But he's not even Italian. He's Irish or something? Yeah, I thought he's Polish. I did not know. Gandolfini's Italian. Let's look it up. Anything that ends with an eeny <laughs> is Italian. What is James Gandolfini's heritage? Oh, shit. What is James Gandolfini's heritage? James Gandolfini was born in West uh, New Jersey, San Italian. Oh, someone told me he was Polish. There's no fucking way. Someone, I, saw, I, I fucked up. Someone said that he was Polish. She's fucking Gandolfini. She's fucking Italian. Okay. What would a cocksucker was if fucker told you that? It's not going to be around anymore. <laughs> it's going to get a visit from fucker Paulie. Put him in a fucker bed. I, I heard Polish, but I'm wrong. I might eat sausages, but I'm not a sausage. <laughs> fucking suck my bajou. Stello Eccles. Listening to the latest email episode and can't believe how you guys missed the alley-oop for uncut gems. It's Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. As a porn title. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, or you have to say Uncut Gem. You can't make it plural. Unless you're talking about his nuts. nuts. No, no, like, well, no. You don't no, clip no, nuts. You clip no, your dick. Jim or Johnson. Uncut no, Johnson. Uh, no, that doesn't have the same ring. Gems, gems. Yeah. That's where the magic yeah. is. Uncut Jim. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Jew who's uncut. Would you like to suck my uncut gem? <laughs> They're right next to my gems. <laughs> because of the family jewels. Because of the family jewels. All that has to go together. Would you like to suck my uncut gem, which is next to the gems because of the family jewels? <laughs> Maybe y- y- you want to suck my uncut gem, which are next to my gems because it's the family jewel. We're Jewish. I like when you do Jackie Mason better than... Uh... Woody Allen? Woody Allen. Really? I like your Jackie Mason. Do you know you know it's Jackie Mason? Yes. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it, it's such a good Jackie Mason. You want to suck my uncle Jim to next to my gyms? <laughs> Which is part of my jewels. <laughs> See, I, I'm I'm just old enough to know Jackie Mason versus yeah. and, and Mason, you know, I want to go back and start. This is why I know I'm getting older. I want to go back and start watching these guys that I like, but I don't know their body of work. You should. That's called homework. Yeah. These guys are great, man. We're very great. 
so great. We 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 didn't even need Negroes because we were all that we we were great. <laughs> I once fucked a black girl and, and I and I started orgasming. She said, "What's that? What's that thick substance mucus like hitting my face?" I said, "I'm kvitching." I don't know. That's perfect. That's fine. That's fine. It worked well. Okay. I had to go to my Jew rep. Uh Christopher Brown. It wasn't it wasn't exactly the right usage, but it was it was it was in a way that it made sense. I'm sorry, I got a little laxosical. <laughs> Christopher Brown. All right. That, come on. That, that, we're making fun of him, but how hard is it to be a young man? You're you're in the spotlight. You go to say something, your tongue gets twisted, and you end up saying something that sounds deformed. Well, you know that motherfucker's overweight, so that might have been some. <laughs> you know what I'm saying some fatigue. Yeah, try to say that after bre- doing wind sprints. Right. You can't say lackadaisical <laughs> after doing wind sprints. Like a zagazagazel. <sighs> right. Uh, Rocky, no disrespect animation. Uh, what's up, Aries and Andy? I'm a big fan of the podcast was a, and was inspired to create a quick animation of your hilarious Rocky impression. Oh, shit. Make the video. i never seen this. I saw it. How is it? It's good. Really? Yeah, look at it. One of my many favorite moments on the show. I tagged you on Instagram, but you might not have seen it. Here's the link to the full video, and I hope you like it. Well, let's see this. I never saw this. No, that's good. He could have made me dinner. The ice skating rink. Damn, nigga, we both look crazy. Must be like at some kind of restaurant or something. I'm, I'm excited to go back. Hey, yo, I know you said you guys closed in like 15 minutes, but if I give you a couple of bucks, can you, can you stay open for like, I don't know, like a half an hour? Because I got this silent retarded chick I'm trying to back. <laughs> <laughs> and if you just give me some time, I'm going to ram this bitch so fucking hard. Her fucking glasses are gonna come off. Hell go, you ain't <laughs> Fucking put your glasses on. Cause you know these retarded chicks, they can't see too good, you know? I think she's a little mentally challenged, you know? Cause every time I go in, I says, Where's Buckus? And she's like, Who are you talking about the football coach? So I think she's a little <laughs> I think she's a little retarded. But that's all right, because I'm kind of stupid, too. <laughs> I see that, in, like, in an earlier verse. Like, we have a perfect match for each other, you know? We start having sex. She's wet down there. I'm wet up here because I'm juuling, you know? I got the fucking faucet lips. So, you know, when I talk, a little bit of spit comes out. And together, we're just two wet retards. So it makes for great sex, you know? Hey, Adrian, ain't that right? <laughs> Look, she can't even talk. She's stupid. You know, I have a little punch drunk, and, you know, she's slightly punchy. And that's why we go together, you know? Oh, With so two people that have been punched in the face a lot. I've been punched in the face by black guys. She's been punched in the face by life. You know, I'm from South Philly. You know, you've kind of fucking retarded out here. Everybody. One time I went to the Rocky statue, and I tried to talk to myself for a whole hour. <laughs> I couldn't believe I couldn't answer back. I was like, what's wrong with you? Well, why you got your hands up? You act like you're being stuck up by one of the coons out here. You know? I ran straight to Mick. I said, hey, oh, Mick. She finally gave me some of that mushy shit. Mick said, what do you mean? Applesauce, kid? I was like, nah, not applesauce. 
the, the mushy stuff. And then he told me to take a whiff, and it smelled like apples, you know? Retarded apples. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking awesome. I can't believe I've had this this whole time, and I've never looked at that. Yeah, he did a great job with it because that yes. was, and she's wearing the helmet. Yes. <laughs> that's fucking, I am so going to fucking uh, upload that to Instagram. That is awesome, man. Yeah, he did a great job. Why the fuck haven't I seen that? He should. We should, we should get him to make a few of those and put them out. Dude, that was fucking great. Uh, dude, when when she pops up with the that the football helmet though, that just oh, me. dude. The first time I saw it, I just I died. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Hell <gasps> uh, yeah, Matt Johnson porn titles. Oh shit, I got another one. Movie title, Unnecessary Roughness, starring women from Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm out. It's pretty funny. You want something in this Mississippi puzzle? Man, why you going to quit me like that? We got to come up with one for the Cleveland. The, the Cleveland chick. Oh, you don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm never going to forget that moment. Oh, that moment God. is seared into my oh, fucking memory. Oh, God. That is fucking Cleveland, nigga. <laughs> she, should, she should stand at the uh, state line. And when you come in, just stand there and go, Cleveland, you don't want me. Turn your car right around, nigga. <laughs> her, her son just said, sit down, Mom. Yeah, mom, yeah, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Got another one short and sweet. Matt Johnson, porn titles. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Movie name, The Wood, starring niggas from Detroit with dirty fingernails. Okay, all right. And my Denzel <laughs> voice, peace. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> niggas from Detroit with dirty fingernails. I love when we've got dudes who come up uh, to the merch table and go, hey, man, by the way, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> Dude, I, you you are equally offen- offensive to everyone. Come on, man. So I, I it's go, fair. I, I go it's fair. Everybody, man. Everybody. It is so funny, dude. I, dude it, being on the road with you though is is the funniest part though. Just the way people interact with you, they're so happy to. There's some t- people that are too happy, but there are just some people that are just really have that moment. Dude, I, I, it's it's real quick because I know it's like I just checked the clock. It's uh ten thirty in um. London right now. So I let me really quickly send this to Anthony because I really want him to post this shit uh, tonight. Uh, why, t- why tonight? Because I just, I got to have it You tonight. should post it for Christmas. It should be posted on nah, Christmas. No, because that's going to get in the way of our other shit. Just give me one second. Uh, hey, Anthony, please do me a solid. I know it's 1030 your time. Please post this to my Instagram and all social media platforms ASAP. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. It's Saturday. Hopefully the guy's out having a good time. He's from England. They don't. <laughs> they drink tea at six and go to bed by seven. Hey, Andy's a cool dude, man. I, I really, I, I want to go, next time I go back out there, I want to hang out with him again. Yeah. Uh, did I meet him? I don't think I don't so. Think so. I only met him because I was out in uh, London that week. I was, if I would have went out this last time, I was going to call him, but right. I didn't go. Yeah, we, we usually drink tea and uh, or hear a message from the Queen. I need a couple crackers and biscuits, and we're in bed by seven. You know how, what we say when we say good night? 
Cheerio. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is. I don't know. Hey, Anthony, I just emailed you something. Could you please, please upload this to Instagram and my other platforms uh, before you lay your head down tonight? I know it's 10.30 p.m., but I really want to get this out there now. Thank you. You are, you are such like a little kid, though. Why? Because I got to have my way? Yeah. I got to have my way. I got to have my way. I got to have my way. Just immediately. Dude, it, you you were you were social media before social media was around. I need I'm trying to tell you, man, and I don't get my credit, man. <laughs> I need this instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the James Brown of this shit. Give me my credit, even though they did give James Brown his credit. All right. Um, got one more, two more. Ten minutes. Got ten minutes. We got we got thirteen minutes, nigga. Uh, don't short the people, baby. Uh, I'm going off my this one. Which one? Oh, that. Yeah, that. But that's that one's correct. Okay. <clears throat> Darren Williams, um, much watch show. Yo, guys, what up? It's y'all, Cleveland nigga. I have a much watch man food show on Netflix for y'all to watch. It's a show called Obliterated. Nothing but action, sex, and drugs and comedy. You guys might like it. It has eight episodes, nothing but fucking, and it's tits everywhere. Tell me how you guys like it. And also, if you have not watched, check out Reacher on Amazon Prime. Yeah, obliterated happens every night in my life. <laughs> I mean, tits and sex everywhere. Got to check it out, man. Yeah, I want to check it out. I, I, You've heard it before? No, but I'm going to be really honest. This, this is such a male thing to say. Uh-oh. I don't know if it's a male thing to say. I think most dudes would agree with this, though. There's nothing better than watching uh, a show and just some accidental titties come into it. There's nothing better in life than titties just right. popping up. I don't know why we right. are so attracted to titties other than they're nice. Right. But you, you, could, you could stop any kind of conversation with the dude with the titty. Absolutely. And you can start one. Titties are the bookends of communication. I, I was in a QT one night and this woman took out one titty and was walking down the aisle. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. You mentioned this. It yeah. was accidental, right? Or purpose. No, it was she purpose. Put it on purpose. But I, she wasn't the greatest thing. But she had a titty out. And I was like, thanks. What a what a nice gesture. Mm. Mm. Damn. It's just nice to see a titty. T titties are like airbags, but without the accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Santos B, Indian Mafia. Uh, dear Aries and Andy, Aries, you made a joke about whether or not there's an Indian Mafia. It's very, it was very funny, but it also got me curious. So I found this Netflix trailer of a documentary film called Mumbai Mafia. It looks very interesting. I provided a link to the trailer below. Also, if you didn't like Dirty Grandpa, then maybe you should try Bad Grandpa starring Johnny Knoxville. Y'all have seen those. It's about a grandfather who goes on a trip with his grandson to take him to meet his father. Andy and I just discussed this, so obviously, you know, we know it. Basically, it's jackass. But with the story and the people in the film have zero clue that it's a movie. Keep up the good work, Santos. Did you ever watch those dirty, those Johnny Knoxville? Yeah. What'd you think? There are, I mean, there's moments when you, when 
my immaturity takes over mm-hmm. and the one the one where the, he blew up shit on the wall because <laughs> you're not expecting it and the right, next thing right. you know it's just like it's on yeah. you can't ha- i laughed i find potty humor to be funny yeah and i know it's my immaturity and i know that this is where like again where men and women differ quite a bit men have men's mature, men's sense of humor doesn't necessarily mature where women's does yeah and we find that i think a lot of us find that shit funny and i i think it's it's funny but the problem with it after a while was it was it's one note again it's right. it's like how can i do something horrible disgusting right to make you laugh uh, and I need a little bit more. There's a, there's, is the mature part of me that needs a little bit more sometimes. Right. But that yeah. one, when I first saw it, I, I laughed hard. You know, I wonder why there's never been like a black jackass crew. And I, I, I but, but if, and I said to myself, well, you, you know the answer to that. When you look at what those guys do, black dudes ain't doing that. No. We, we're just not doing that. I don't think you're, you're stapling your nuts. You ain't putting bees on your dick. You're not, you're not farting into a tube that's in your man's mouth. You know what I mean? You, you, we just, again, niggas have boundaries. Yeah, I, I just, I'm trying to think of any black dude that I know. Like what, how far would he go on any of those things, any of those stunts? Listen, man, listen, money talks. Now, some, and, and obviously with those movies, they don't cost shit because it's just ridiculous stunts. So that's a great investment. That's a low income investment for possibly a, a, a big payout. But I'm telling you, if you offer niggas enough money, we, we'll do that shit. But it's got to be enough money. No, I, I, I'm know. like, I would wonder what's the, what's the price for me to fart into a tube connected to my man's mouth? But what would be our price? See, I, I don't I don't think that's I, I don't know that's the price. Like the giant hand. Did you ever see the one where they set up the hand and the hand smacks the person? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We could do that. That's yeah, nothing. The, the, that that one I could see. That, yeah. there's, there's there's things I could see. I don't see the the fart and the t- Did you ever see the one where Steve O did something where he would put all bees on his dick? I didn't see it, but Steve O's Steve O's not the I wouldn't say that that's the the average white guy. Steve was in a whole different oh he's category yeah, yeah. of uh, of what he would he'll do. Right. Most of us aren't going to do that. Most of us. And when I say that, right. I mean I'm talking humans. Right. They're, they're, we're not right. doing that. Right. Uh, he he does things that I I just can't even imagine that to, to do. And, and there's things like I I like I don't know how much money you'd have to pay me, but to do a giant tattoo of myself on my back. That's tame compared to, I remember one episode, he called it Off-Road Tattoo. And he was in a truck, and they're off-road, yeah, and they're dude's giving him a tattoo. What do you do with that? No, it's just, yeah, there's just things <laughs> I'm just not doing. The, the, the stapling your nutsack to your thigh, yeah, that, yeah. There, there, there's yeah. no reason for that. Yeah. Now, out of all the stuff to do, the stapling my nutsack to my thigh, if the money was right, Cause then I that no, here's no just hear me out though I can undo that and it's gone, the money stays that's gone. I don't want to do that Ooh. if the money's right. But like that giant tattoo, every time I take a shower, 
But it's on your back, though. You still know. You that don't you, see it. I don't like to wear it. It'd be t- different if it's on your chest. I don't even wear any of my T-shirts that have my fucking shit on it. I'm not going to put it on my back. If I was going to put it somewhere, it'd be my back because I wouldn't see, see it. it. I get what well, I get. It'd, it'd be different if you had your image on your whole chest and abdomen. But on the other hand, I see mm-hmm. guys that do. Uh, there, there are people who do that stuff to their face where they put shit underneath their skin and the horns. And yeah, the- that is a whole nother level of get the fuck away from me. You, 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 you're on some demonic shit if you're doing that. That that shit's weird. I don't even like the dudes that put them huge circle loops in their earlobes. I think that's disgusting. I don't get gauges at all. Is that what that is? It's called, yeah, they're gauges. And the small gauges look fine, but what are you doing the big giant gauges for? Because that when you don't wear them, you know you just have like yeah, that, like a jump rope. Yeah, in your ear. Yeah, that freaking shit. I don't fuck with that. That uh, no, that doesn't make any sense to me. That, that, Dude, I'm not a fan of, and I almost fuck any kind of species of woman, but I'm not a fan of chicks with the fucking the bull nose ring, the septum piercing. Yeah, I'm not a fan. There's some. Of that shit. There's some. I've seen some. There's very few women that pull that off and look good with it. Very. I don't like that. That that look at all. Period. Because right. to me, and we come from a different time period, but to me, that 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 looks like a bull. That was what right. bulls had. Right. And so it doesn't it there's no attractiveness, no sexiness to right. it. Right. Uh I don't really like a, like I don't mind piercings in in certain places, but all those face piercings, I, you right. know, you, if your face, it's your face. Right. I don't I, no. Right. I and I get it. I I like there's some girls that look really nice with the little nose ring, that little that right. that I think can be very attractive, but not on not on everybody. Right. All right, let's go out with one more short and We're sweet. old, dude. Listen to what we're talking about. We're old. No, we're sensible. That's what old people say. Fuck that. <laughs> you, you, it's your face. That's sensible. Old people want sensible shoes and a sensible face. Well, no, old people want orthopedic shoes and an orthopedic face. <laughs> the difference between orthopedic and sensible. Okay. I'll take some sensible pussy. I ain't fucking <laughs> orthopedic pussy. Dude, but when you're 90... And the and your girl is eighty five. That's young pussy. Whose girl is eighty five? If you're ninety years old, my girl. If I'm eighty five, my girl is nineteen. <laughs> Yimmy, just skin hanging over this poor girl's body. That's all right. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> bitch gonna look like when I'm on top of her. She being fucked by a wingsuit. <laughs> She wouldn't be complaining if she had to jump off a building with you. I'm you could save you, her you life. Could, you know what I mean? At 100 miles an hour. <laughs> All right, Miss Deidre Ann Johnson. Equalizer three. Every time I see Denzel, I think stroke mouth. Damn you, Aries. All right. That's a show, man. It's a show? That is a show. Yeah, we got to do it anyway. We got we got, we got two shows tonight. I'm, I'm gonna put <laughs> one of them may be an actual show. I'm gonna put one and a half effort into it. Mm. No, I'm, I'm gonna put effort into both of them. I did last night. That second show last night was something else. They were there was a short attention span theater going on. Man, let's uh, let's give you guys the dates. And this is uh, this is after Christmas, so I hope everybody had a great Christmas. We're working into New Year's. Uh, 
appreciate everybody that's been listening. Uh, or if you didn't get us anything, please hit that like and subscribe button so that we can continue to grow our podcast. If you're listening to us right now and you want to come see us uh, before the end of the year, your two chances left are, uh, well, you're going to be listening to this and it's already passed, I think. Uh, yep, that one's already passed. And you might catch us at the DC Improv on December 28th through the 30th. December, uh, starting the year off, 2024, January 4th to the 7th, we're in Indianapolis at Helium. January 11th through the 14th, we're at Addison Improv. Uh, January 18th through the 21st, we're at Magoobie's Joke House in Timonium, Maryland. February 15th through the 18th, we're going to be at the Buffalo, New York, Helium, Im- Helium. Yeah, why am I trying to add extra stuff to that? February 23rd through the 24th, we're going to be at the Funny Bone in Albany, New York. And Ari Spears, what do you got? I have... uh, Know what that is? Pulp Fiction. The end. Oh, that is the... Oh, you're right. Damn, dog. Your brain is fried. Yeah. It's our fourth fourth podcast today. April 5th, uh, Broward Center for the Performing Arts, Fort Lauderdale. That's on a Friday. Uh, April 11th, River Cree Resort Casino, Enoch, Alberta, Canada. April 12th, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. April 13th through the 14th, Funny Bones, Syracuse, New York. Nyack. April 15th, uh, Danforth Music Hall, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. April 19th through the 21st, Cleveland Improv, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, April 27th, Broward Center, Ottawa, Ontario. And April 28th, El Olympia, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Yeah. Canada, we coming, man. Uh, and then don't forget, we're going to be in Boston after that. Fucking a well, but there the kid. Fucking Boston, Massachusetts. The driver's name is Arthur Shea. He lives upstairs in the apartment. Is it Enoch or Enoch? Enoch or Enoch? That looks like Enoch. Enoch, right? Nook would be like a you. You, you right? Yeah, yeah, Enoch. Just asking. Man, who Enochin' at my door? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, is that a show? That's a show, man. Guys, I hope you all enjoyed your Christmas. You want to write into the podcast, Ari Spears 45 at Hotmail. Yeah, we need some new emails and we need some uh, new O Steves. Please. 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 Nothing goes down unless I'm involved.
No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag is sold in the park. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody stopped on the street. It's my turn. Hmm. You think you're gonna live long enough to spend that money, you fucking hump? If any of you are tired of getting ripped off by guys like that, you come with me. I'm at the Plaza Hotel. You're welcome. You're welcome. Enjoy. <laughs> 